0: Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I am Nikita Thigton, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative and amplify the intimacy within your relationships so you can have the freedom and flexibility and confidence to thrive in work, life, and love. My personal mission for this and every episode of the Balanced Boldly Podcast is to serve you with the tools you need for moving beyond just barely surviving the burnout of work and life, over those narrow hills of imposter syndrome, and through the barriers preventing you from being and doing greater. Welcome everyone to season 14. We are in all things growth matters, the mindset to make sure that you can grow through into your next level and yes i did say grow through and not just go to i'm so excited to be here today this woman that i am bringing to the virtual stage if you will is incredible we have so much energy synergy and overlap it is phenomenal and i love every single ounce of it she is a true representation of a woman doing major things changing lives impacting the world one human leader at a time in her own way, and she believes in the power of the pause, which is her brand. I'm permission, she's power, and together we are dynamic, okay? So I wanna welcome Chantel Fitzgerald. She's an incredible sister that I met, I feel like almost five years ago when we get into the interview, I'm sure we'll talk about that. She's the founder of Mindset Strategies, LLC, a leadership development consulting firm that helps train and support leaders in becoming the best version of themselves. She is also the host of an online TV show called Mindset on RVN TV. She's an incredible woman and has so much experience, it's like, to die for. She's had a wealth of experience in the private and corporate, nonprofit, and higher education sectors that expands over 15 years. In addition to all of that, she is bilingual in French, which I think is extra hilarious because if you see her, you'll be like, What? You speak what language? Uh, she just looks so young. She looks like she's 12 or maybe 20. I'll give her 20. I'll make her an adult. She looks like she's 20. But she's had so much experience and does, done so many things, and she's helping some phenomenal wiser women, and I say wiser because I don't like to use the word older, because I don't like to call myself old, but a wiser woman, because she is so incredible, they have tapped into the resource of wealth of knowledge to help them be mindful, because that's who she is. Chantel, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? Hello,
1: Nikita. Thank you. Wow, what a lavish introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. Um,
0: yes, I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I'm excited. Um, you are so phenomenal. You know, I tell you that every chance I get to hug your face. I love you so much. Uh, I would love for you to just tell all the Balance bully listeners, those ambitious women and brave men that are out there tapped in and tuned in right now, Just a little bit about you and the work you do and how you got here.
1: Yes, awesome. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody out there. Um, Yes, I am Chantel Fitzgerald. I am a leadership development trainer. Um, Yes, I love what I do. So basically, I teach leadership in the realm of mindfulness and emotional intelligence. So I work with individuals. I work with corporations, helping people to start a daily meditation practice to help ease the intensity of our minds, um, especially when they are racing. So, um, and I have quite uh, an extensive background in a lot of different things. So I can totally relate to a lot of people um, as well. Just as you had mentioned, I was a French teacher. What? (laughs) 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 I studied abroad, lived in the south of France and came back and realized I was disciplining kids more than I was actually teaching French. So I was like, hold up, I don't like to discipline kids. So, I ended up getting into something very similar, which was uh, pharmaceutical sales, believe it or not. I was a legal drug dealer. What? Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, also something completely different, um, and worked for Pfizer Pharmaceuticals for about six years. um, And then got laid off with a downturn of the economy in 2008. 2009, and uh, ended up going back to school and got a master's in nonprofit leadership and then worked in the nonprofit sector for a number of years, um, and really worked in individual giving, fundraising, um, event planning, volunteer management, board management, all of those nonprofit goodies. Um And then also um, worked for international education as well. So I have done and seen so many things. And along my journey, there has always been very sticky and tricky situations in the workplace, whether that's dealing with a difficult boss, difficult colleagues, difficult clients, managing your own emotions when you get an email and that email really takes you to another level emotionally and you are Mm -hmm. like you can't believe that that person wrote this to you um, or is expecting this of you and you know I just realized no one teaches you how to deal with sticky and tricky
0: situations in the workplace you know Mm -hmm. I do and I love that your life and the multi-passionate experience that you've had like just being able to tap into the different skill sets you have and you know sharpening those tools to see what else in the world you could contribute to, you still saw that there was a pattern because that's what I think a lot of us miss along the way is your life's calling, your purpose, your next level is typically tied to a pattern of things that you have already experienced, but you just haven't been able to, you know, back up from and kind of see it off the pages, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And you were able to say, like, you know what, through teaching, through this, through corporate world, being, you know, a legal drug dealer, like all those different things that you've done in your lifespan, you were like, there's still a pattern of these sticky situations that no one seems to, you know, be able to help you manage through, which helped you become the woman you are now, helping other women and men to be able to be more mindful and use these tools, like the mindful minute and other things that you've done. And you know, I don't want to jump into your your headspace. But I've been a part of these, you know, workshops and conferences that you've done, and you're phenomenal at what you do. So I can speak to it as a receiver of it, as well as just being in the room with you, right? And you've just been able to see the pattern, which I think is phenomenal. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also, to your point, it is also important to take a step back and to reflect um, on our life and where it's going and what we want to do and what we're passionate about, because oftentimes we live on autopilot. Um, we, we do the same thing every day. We get up, we brush our teeth, we go, you know, maybe we take a shower, we get our kids ready. we get them out the door. Now it's summertime. So maybe they're going to camp, um, or daycare or whatever, but we tend to live on autopilot. We do the same things over and over every single day. And we don't necessarily take a step back and reflect on who we are, where we're going, why we're doing what we're doing, and is this the right path for me or do mm-hmm. i want to switch it up. and so i think that's also really important is taking a pause. right. <laughs> and and taking a step back and being like is this is this the direction i want to go in? is this right? yeah.
0: No, you're a thousand percent right. And of course, you know, we have to play on it because I know so many people have asked me, I'm sure they've asked you, like, wait, you know, Chantel Fitzgerald, she does power in the pause and you have permission to pause. And, you know, isn't that a conflict? And you guys are in the room together. I'm like, no, it's not a conflict. We're two women that don't believe in competing with each other. We're here to elevate each other. And it's because it's confirmation that we're on the right path that we even felt it in our spirits to say people need to pause. So I would love for you to just share like what power in the pause is for you and how you, you know, decided to create the the course and the program that came from it because of your own go through with understanding you needed to pause. You know what I mean? Yes, totally. Um, yeah,
1: honestly, I think power in the pause was kind of that, that name just came to be Mm -hmm. from my own pausing Mm -hmm. and literally I was in a meditation and I was thinking about, what do I call this course that I can teach people
0: Right. And
1: within a name? Can it be powerful enough for people to get what it means? Um, you know, if you just have a generic name, sometimes people don't really get, well, what is that? What do you do? But right. when you say power in the pause, like you get, oh, wow, you know what? There really is power when you pause. And that is truly where the most growth and learnings happen when you pause, you take a step back. And I actually have a whole acronym for what pause really means. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I love. Please share it because you know I love it. And so did the, the cohort that you taught for the joy mat method. They still reference it by the way. But go ahead.
1: yeah. So pause is my own acronym. And pause, you know, means pause to pause um but the the letters also mean something and basically when you find yourself so upset so frustrated somebody's really pissing you off if you could if you don't remember anything else when you feel very upset very frustrated just pause so p means pause a means to assess assess the situation what is actually happening who are all the players u is to uncover uncover what's coming up for you. Why is this making you so mad? Why is this so irritating and frustrating? And why are you so angry about it? So uncover what's coming up for you. Why is this so upsetting? Mm-hmm. S is to surrender, just surrender. It's already happened or it's happening and there is nothing you can do about it. So if you get that email that really You know, takes you to another level, your boss is telling you to do something that you cannot believe he's asking you to do or she's asking you to do at 1130 at night, you know, surrender. It's already happened. The boss has already sent the email. It's there. And then E is to evolve, evolve out of it. Meaning what is your next best move? How can, what would be the most strategic response to this? you know, and, and maybe the most strategic response is no response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, but the idea here is to just pause because we can very, we are reactive human beings, you know, something happens and we react. immediately. Right. And so the hardest part is to pause. And so that is why we say there's power in the pause, because if you can pause, There is power to figure out what your next best move will be. Mm -hmm. And that could save you from a lot of headache later. Absolutely.
0: Pause. Yeah. And in that moment too, right? Like when you're about to scream and, and lose your head or blow a gasket, for lack of a better phrase. Absolutely. Pausing is perfect. And I love how you break it down with your acronym, which is another reason that I love you personally, because I'm always speaking in mnemonics and acronyms too. So I love I love that you do that, which is perfect. Um, so I'm curious for you because you know I know some of the personal sides of your story. I've been there when you've kind of spoken from the stage and done presentations and shared like you know, your go through with having to deal with the next level of burnout for yourself and, you know, why you got into mindset strategy strategies in in general, like why you started the company after coming through your own phase. So I would love for you to share that with people who are also kind of to trying to grow through their next level, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. So yes, I definitely experienced burnout, experienced a loss of a job. So there's um a story when I was actually living in Philadelphia, and I got this opportunity to run an entire international education program, and I was super psyched because I had studied abroad, I had lived in France, I stayed with a host family, I loved my experience, so I had the opportunity to move to Boston for this amazing opportunity, and I was super psyched because I was going to manage a whole study abroad program how cool is that? I had done that myself. So I was so excited. And um, the boss that had hired me was amazing. He totally believed in me. We got along. It was awesome. And so for six months, I was doing my thing and enjoying my role. And six months into the job, my boss ended up moving to a different department in um, the within the company, and so we ended up getting a new boss, and so I was trying my hardest to you know prove myself. So I'd be working crazy hours. I was um t- I had to open up a whole study abroad operation in Chicago, so I ended up moving to Chicago for like three months. Um, even though I had just moved to Boston, I had moved to Chicago for three months to start up a study abroad program there and was working like seven hours a day um, for 10 to 12 hours a day, or seven days a week, 10 to 12 or more hours, and really just totally burning the midnight oil um, to try to make this happen. And in the end, we were very successful. We ran a great study abroad program. It went well, and they we had the highest um, stats in terms of surveys as it relates to um, student engagement and, um, you know, the fact that they would recommend this program to other students. Mm -hmm. We had a really great um, um, score. And then um, I come back to Boston and find out that the new boss wanted to switch gears and basically change up the whole department. And so I ended up getting laid off. And I had only been there for a year. Oh, wow. I was devastated. And so at the time, um, I was renting out the home that I own. um, And so I had to move back home with my parents, which was also devastating. Um, And I was 34, living at home, no job no, I was not married. I didn't have any kids. Um, I, you know, and I just felt like a complete failure. Like who is 34 living home with their parents and doesn't have a kid, not married, no job. And you know, at at least at that age, you should have at least one of those things, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should have a job. Maybe you should be married. Maybe you should at least maybe have a boyfriend if you're not married and maybe you should have a kid by that time. You know, so I had none of those things. And so I found myself really burnt out and in um, a depressive state and really feeling like a complete failure in life, especially when I compare myself to everyone else who's married, has kids, at least everybody's got a job, you know, so I just felt completely defeated for years. Mm. And, um, and that was a really low point for me and, you know, and, and seeing, and I'm the oldest of three and I have very successful siblings and to be the oldest and the one that's still living at home when my siblings were doing amazing things. I just, and one of my, um, my youngest, well, my, my brother, he's the youngest, he ended up getting engaged and getting married and still here I am living at home. Oh, it was awful. It was Mm -hmm. really embarrassing and I felt it every single day um but it wasn't until you know and all along I I found mindfulness um and I had already been studying yoga meditation mindfulness but when I was in that depressive state um I really took on mindfulness as like my new savior if you will Um, and so, and I found meditation to be a huge, huge value, um, to me where I realized that it was my own mindset holding me back. I right. kept telling myself the same story, "Chantal, you're going nowhere. You're living with your parents. You don't have any kids. You're not married. You don't have the, like, I kept repeating those same things to myself over and over and over and over and over, and over again. And that's what we do. We repeat mm-hmm. our tragedies. We repeat our mistakes. We repeat our situations in our minds over and over again. And I realized, wait, having this mindset is not helping me. It's not helping anyone. Right. Um and so I got to I got to stop this. So and my meditation helped me realize what my thoughts were. What I was even saying to myself and realize, oh, that's why I'm feeling so terrible. It's, it's these thoughts, you know, and if I just changed my thoughts and say, you know what, I'm on my way, Chantel, you Mm -hmm. can do this. You don't have Mm -hmm. to stay here. You know, you're, you're keeping yourself here by the thoughts that you're thinking in your head. So you would just have to change your mindset, change your mind, change your thoughts, but you have to be able to pause So that you can see your thoughts. Right. To see what's causing the issue. Yeah. Exactly. Because we'll just keep going on autopilot. Mm -hmm, And -hmm. if I didn't pause, if I didn't meditate to be able to slow down to the point where I could actually see what it is I was saying to myself and had this awareness like, oh, wow, now I see why I'm so down and out because I keep telling myself I'm so down and out.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. If
1: I tell myself that, you know, I can get through this, it's okay, Chantal, everybody falls down, you can get back up, it's all right, you can, you can get back up, and just saying, oh, I can get back up, oh, oh, I didn't know I could get, oh, okay, this is what getting back up, so I stand up, you know, and it's just recognizing what you are even saying to yourself is huge, and then working on changing your mindset. Absolutely.
0: But I think we have to pause first. No, I, I I agree completely. I'm listening to you and all I keep seeing is the little baby that's learning to walk, right? And they're so nervous to let go of the edge of the table. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're like, oh, I don't want to let go. And if they just tell themselves, you you can let go. And, you know, obviously, sometimes it takes having a team, you know, whether it's the parent, I'm using the analogy of this infant walking. So there's, you know, parents or siblings are like, it's okay, let go. Come on, you got it, you got it. And eventually they tell themselves, you got it, you got it. And then they can walk. And it's the same thing to your example of get back up. Like, you got this. You are a freaking bilingual woman with 15 plus years of experience, all this education, a pretty decent, rigorous network, by the way, and, you know, and all this other stuff. But you couldn't see it when you were, you know, at your lowest point inside yourself.
1: Mm
0: hmm. I totally agree. Totally.
1: Yeah. And I appreciate what you said about that, too, about other people supporting you. And I have to say, you know, absolutely. Like it was my sister that was always saying, you know, you got this, Sean, you're amazing. You Mm You can do this. You're, you know, you've done so many things. And she was also helping remind me of who I am and what I could do and my parents and them being so supportive. So you are so right. That is also key too, is having other people around you reminding you that you are amazing and you can do what it is that you want to do. And you can get back up when you fall, you can pick yourself up. Mm -hmm. And it's great to have those people around you to cheer you on, to remind you of that as well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole philosophy behind for us for ThinkPro is create your balance and create your joy. You create it by being in a space where you recognize that there's some things out of sync, and you're able to say, "Okay, how can I change the narrative of this?" Right? Like, let's turn up the dial. And for us, you know, I'm always talking about amplifying intimacy. Let's talk intimacy. Intimacy matters. You know, all that. It literally is starting with what you say to yourself, how you treat yourself. Because at the end of the day, you and I both know that someone else can make the same exact mistake that we made, but we will be kind to them. We will tell them, it's okay. Let's just do it different. You know, let's rework it. Here's some strategy. Let's get back on our feet. But to ourselves, like, you're the worst. Why did you mess that up? What's wrong with you? Like, the way we talk to ourselves, you know, even if it's not out loud, is really egregious. And it's part of why it's hard for us to get back up because we're not being our own cheerleader, right? Like we're beating ourselves up sometimes for the smallest things, which is why I appreciate you kind of niching out and saying, you know, yes, there's a lot of other things that I can bring to the table, but it starts with your mindset. So let me help you there, get more intimate with you so that we can create a stronger you, a, a, a better you, a more forceful you so you can go out in the world and dominate in whichever way you you do it. And I know you work with a lot of executives and leaders, so they're kind of dominating in the corporate and high-level nonprofit world, and you're helping them to do that, which I really appreciate because you're saying it from an authentic space of, I'm not just teaching you because I've read some books. I'm teaching you because I have those skills too. I have you know taught myself. I've gone gone and got certifications from Google and different places that I know that you've gotten them from, but I've also been there. I can relate to it because I've been on the floor and I've had to work the same tools that I'm telling you work. I'm telling you they work if you use them because I've done done the work, too. And I think, Chantel, that's what separates you from a lot of other uh, people who are out there in kind of the the life coaching, the mindset, the you know, you know what I mean? The leadership world is you actually can speak to it from a space of relatability.
1: Yeah. And it's so great that you say that too, Nikita, because honestly, um, I would not have gotten certified in mindfulness and emotional intelligence mm-hmm. through my program, which is, um, there was a program that was founded out of Google, as you mentioned, called Search Inside Yourself. And they're a phenomenal organization, a phenomenal program. And I would not be certified if I did not embody what I teach. And that's a huge part of getting certified is that you have to embody, you have to practice what you preach. And I will tell you, I almost, um, you know, halfway through my training, I was actually told that I was not going to be certified. And that totally threw me for a loop because I thought I was the best student. I was doing (laughs) everything. I was like, I I took my test. I studied everything. Like, I did it. I was doing this. I was doing that. And I was like, I got this, Mm -hmm. you know? And we had to go for a training where we had to present, um, you know, our mindfulness session, our, our training. And the feedback I got was that, Chantel, you're not ready. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I spent so much time studying this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, no, when you present, you it's as if you're performing. Right. It's as if you are on stage and you're like showing off what you know about mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah what's wrong with that? (laughs) That's right. I'm telling you what mindfulness is. That's right. What's wrong? I don't get it. And they're like, no, Mm -hmm. no, that is not it. You're not getting it. Mm -hmm. And, And so I'm like, well, what am I not getting? And so I was, they, they, in the middle of my training, they told me you're not ready. And I was like devastated. What do you mean? I'm not ready. I did everything you're telling me to do. I'm teaching. I'm teaching mindfulness. What do you mean? And what they told me, the feedback is that I needed to be more grounded. Mm -hmm. When you teach mindfulness, when you teach meditation, you're not putting on a show. This is not a show. You're not performing. You don't need to tell everybody, every mindfulness is great. Like you're not, that's not what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. And you will not get certified if you think you're putting on a show because you're not. I mean, they didn't say it in those ways. But like, that was basically the message. And I was like, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to do a lot more work on myself and I had to do a deeper, I had to go within and be like, what is up with this? You know, what is up? And so what I found in myself was that in my younger years, I did a lot of performances. Mm-hmm. I was in dance. I was in theater. I was in musical theater. I did acting. I did, you know, dance recitals. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me that every time I'm on stage, so to speak, is you have to perform. Right. Because I was in dance recitals. You know, you got to have the jazz fingers. everything going to be <laughs> You know, you got to have lots of energy, you know? And so I guess I subconsciously felt like I was on stage when I was teaching mindfulness. Right. And my original habit was to perform because as a younger person I danced. You are supposed to perform. You are supposed to be big. But when you're teaching meditation it's not about that. Right. It's about being grounded. It's about holding a space for people to really share you know, what's really important to them. And if you're coming off, like you're a showgirl, you know, no one's going to feel safe to share their
0: story. Yeah. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. It's so crazy that the tools that you had to use as a performer growing up were actually hurt, hurting you as someone who was in their growth through of their next level with mind, mindfulness and emotional intelligence and neuroscience and everything else that goes into mindset strategies, right? Like, it's so interesting, and I have to 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 parallel this to that surviving versus thriving that where you and I have talked about privately, and I talk about it publicly all the time. So many of us, me included, and I'm I'm pointing to myself as the first partaker. A lot of the tools that I had. That I needed to use just to survive my life, whatever that was. And survival isn't always, you know, surviving the traumatic experiences, although I can include that too. Sometimes surviving is just getting through your day-to-day, right? Like your nine to five, you know, whatever the normal autopilot is that you're just trying to get through. It's not necessarily sparking joy in Marie Kondo in your life. Like it's not necessarily doing that, but it's just something that you're trying to just get through. You're not growing through it. You're just getting through it. That's their survival, but in order to move past survival into thriving, you have to really look at the way that you were using, look at, look at that narrative you've been telling yourself and say, wait a minute, these tools were great. There's nothing wrong with being a showgirl when you're performing, right? Like there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking over, getting that spotlight, putting on that smile, that red lip popping, you know, whatever it is that you gotta do to, to glide across that floor or that stage or that camera. It's it's perfect. It's actually necessary, but it's not the same thing that you need in the boardroom or, right? or in the bedroom if we want to go there. It's not necessarily the same tools. And because sometimes we don't know how to switch hats, that's what messes up a lot of us um, just altogether. So the fact that you were able to even be transparent and honest with yourself to tap in and say, wait a minute, how bad do I want this? How bad do I want to complete this? Now, the ambitious part of you, the ambitious woman is like, oh girl, you're going to graduate this program, right? Like you, you're going to get through this program <laughs> come hell high water. But the other part of you, when you got that feedback, I know it had to cut on some levels and I've been there too, that constructive feedback that really is to help you break open so that you can get your breakthrough. You have to really want it. Like, and that's hard to want something that's going to be a little painful because you have to recognize that in order to, Get to that next part of you that to level up, to go to that next distance, you actually have to address some of that messiness. And you had to address it. So, I, you know, personally, as a clinician, as an expert in emotional science myself, I have to say, I congratulate you for being honest enough, not just in this moment to share it with the listeners who haven't met you yet, but with yourself to be able to say, I really want this and I want this bad enough to look at my mess and clean it up.
1: Mm-hmm hmm Yeah. Yeah. And that was a very powerful moment for me because I really had to go deeper within. Like I, I had to get my meditation, um, practice to another level when I thought I was doing great. I had to go even deeper, yeah. and deeper and deeper in order to really learn and see what it is that they're talking about. And, 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 and it wasn't until, you know, I, I reflected on, you know, being on stage in the past, but also it's, it's about meditation is not a performance. It's mm-hmm. it's cool. And, and I, and I, I wasn't seeing that in the beginning. Yeah. Um. And, or, and I guess I, it just didn't occur to me, but yes, I mean, this is a life changing tool. And in order to help people, you have to meet them where they are and meet them where they are suffering
0: and that is no show that's right that's right you sounding like a little clinician over there girl meet them where they're at first step I love it I love it I love it Chantel you have been phenomenal tell everyone what you do to give yourself permission to pause to take care of you when you are just feeling like you are at capacity like like how does that show up for you Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, For me, it's a self-awareness to know when I am not at capacity. um, And meditation helps me with that. And on a daily basis, I meditate. Um, And when I'm feeling exhausted, sometimes like last night, it was 9.30 and I was still working and I felt exhausted. And I'm like, Chantel, you're exhausted. Go upstairs, go to bed. <laughs> you know, so even that, it's just being self-aware enough to know when you need a break, and then just on a bigger thing, like I am constantly improving myself. Like July, or um, in a few, you know, months, I'm going to be going on a embodied leadership training, and I'm also going to be taking a 10 day silent meditation retreat to rejuvenate, to get back into my practice even deeper. Though I meditate every day, you know, taking 10 days to really go deep um, really helps me be a better meditation teacher for all. And it helps me be a better me so
0: that I am a better teacher for all. No, I absolutely love that. So how can people connect with you and go a little further? Yes, I would love for all
1: of your listeners to connect with me. Feel free to go to my website. It's www.mindsetstrategies, Make sure you have the LLC.com. And also they can connect with me there on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as Chantel Fitzgerald. You can totally find me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Chantel underscore Fitz. And my Instagram account is Power in the Pause. Um, and also I have coachings that I'm going to be launching as well. So if you are interested in wanting to learn, start a daily meditation practice, learn tools to go deeper, to be better, to be more present with your family, um, definitely reach out. Um, I have coaching packages that will really help transform your life. Um, as well as working with companies in group training settings as well have been really transformational for people too. So would love to connect with all of you listeners out there. And thank you so much for listening to my story.
0: Absolutely. You know, I, I love you. You know that it's, it's been years. We've had a little mutual love fest going on. So I appreciate you carving out time and space for us today to, you know, have this time to share your journey and be so authentic and transparent um, and open. I really appreciate you for that. Thank you.
1: I love you too, Nikita. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. I'm super grateful.
0: Oh, you know, you got it. So Chantel, don't go anywhere. You stay right there. Balance Bold Lead listeners, thank you so much for being with us and for you holding time and space for us as well. We both appreciate it. Chantel is phenomenal. I encourage you to follow up with her. Go to Mindset Strategies, LLC. Check her out. Get Get in her network. Get in her community. She is a really wonderful person. And watch her show. She We've had fun. She's invited me to be a guest on her show. Um, and she in, interviews really incredible people. So I think you'll have a lot of fun just following, watching, connecting, getting to know, like, and trust her. I think you have a great time. And I appreciate you guys for being with us. So as usual, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share so we can help to ensure the other ambitiously bold and brave people out there have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. Of course, you can also go a little further and deeper with me with the Let's Talk Intimacy live stream that we do every week around 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you check that out. You can get it on YouTube under Nikita Thigpen for the replays if you want to catch it live. Uh, It depends on where we are in the world. Usually I go live on Facebook, but eventually we'll be doing it from YouTube. Once we figure out this whole live YouTube thing, it is a little tricky. It is not as easy as you think it is. But for now, you can just make sure you're a part of the community. You'll get the ping and the notification. For when we're going live, click it and you'll show right up so you can ask your questions. In the interim, if you want to connect with me, you know I am Ask Nikita everywhere. IG, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Um, Just go to Ask Nikita and DM me whatever your question is and I will answer it live on Let's Talk Intimacy or sometimes we have the questions here for Balance Boldly. So in the interim, I just want you to go create your balance and create your joy. But remember, do it boldly. Thank you for listening.